Blog Talk Radio. Today is Monday, March 9th, 2015. I'm finally back from hiatus, and I had a lot going on in 2014, to say the least. But there's so many exciting things happening in the industry right now, I couldn't stay away for long. Don't forget to like the show's fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash Shanice Lewis Show and on Twitter at Shanice Show. And follow me on Instagram at Shanice Lewis. Share the show on your social networks and send me your opinion about the topics discussed on today's show. Now, our guest today is Fallon Sinclair. Fallon Sinclair has held many hats in the entertainment industry as a singer, celebrity, and model. During her modeling career, she was signed with Click and has worked for Essence Fashion Bud, Catherine's, Sears, Nordstrom's, Bloomingdale's, Saks Fifth Avenue, Salon Z, and Walmart, to name a few. She moved from in front of the camera to behind the scenes and became head booker of Icon Model Management and shared and started their plus-size division, through which she gave many of the current top plus-size models their first break. She broke away from Icon and started her own agency in 2001 and started IPM Model Management, a successful boutique agency that caters exclusively to the curvy models. Let's welcome Fallon to the show. Hi, Fallon. Hi, Shanice, and hello, everyone, on this lovely Monday evening. Well, I'm so excited to talk to you. You have a big announcement to make, and I'm so honored that you decided to share your big announcement on the show. But I want to talk to you a little bit first for the listeners that might not be familiar with you. So what inspired you to create IPM? First of all, Shanice, I want to thank you for having me on the show. And what inspired us to, what inspired me to create IPM? Well, after working for two agencies and starting their plus size division, they started um, deterring me away from plus size and pushing straight size. And after that, I decided that, you know, I needed to open up my own agency exclusively for plus size because there were no agencies really geared to plus size exclusively plus size. They were agencies that had other affiliates, not just plus size. So who is the ideal candidate you're looking for to sign to IPM? Uh, We're looking for proportionate models, models that can handle constructive criticism, models that have tenacity, and models that are really willing to listen and do their homework. Those are the models that we're looking for. 
and the, those models that can create this as a business and a brand, not just a hobby or something that I want to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, in general, what does it take to, to be a successful model? Um, I know you said someone who's not wanting to do it just as a hobby. Um, what, what does it really take to go all the way to the top? Go all the way to the top. As I answered the first, the second question is tenacity and a model that really has a tough skin that can handle constructive criticism. Um, A model getting into this industry, the first thing you should really do is do your homework, research. Research is the number one key. Not saying that, oh, I want to be a model. It's doing your research, maintaining a good clean, healthy lifestyle, mm. homework far as testing. Testing is doing your homework. Testing makes everything perfect. Testing and for makes, those listening that, that don't know what a test is, a test is what? A test is a photographer. is a photo shoot where you have a makeup artist, a photographer. You're getting a head shot and three others or whatever your agency has required for you to have for their board. That's what a successful model and in successful models, how often do they do test shoots? A successful model does a test shoot, I say every three months, because it's like going to school. I would say a prime example, if you're going to become a doctor, Once you finish, you go to med school. Then you do your internship. It's constantly testing, making a client see you, believing in yourself, doing your homework where you can wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and you still look amazing. Your driver's license is amazing. Your passport. There could be 10 models or 10 regular people in a photo, but you stand out because you have done your homework. You know your angles. You know how to create shapes. You know lighting, you know texture, you know garments, and that's what it takes. Go ahead. And I want to point out um, for models doing test shoots is with credible and talented photographers and makeup artists because there might be someone listening that says, I shoot all the time, but then they don't have a quality product. Well, I tell my, well, this is what we suggest to do models. First, we send a model to a good photographer just to see where the model is at and see what the model can do. Once we find out what the model can do and see where she's at, then we send her to a more advanced photographer where he doesn't Mm -hmm. have to give her much instruction, much direction. She basically knows what she's doing. Now, your agency has a board in New York and Los Angeles. What do you say to models living in mid-America or the Deep South that want to be a professional model? Uh, For those models that uh, are not located in big cities where the big agencies are at, I suggest you move there. Or if you can't move there, you have to give your agency time or whatever, if you're going to be in Miami, Los Angeles, I'll say Miami and New York, that's seasonal. You know that in the fall, they're shooting in Miami. Maybe you need to do three or six months in Miami. When they start shooting back in New York, you need to relocate. But if you're serious about this industry, you need to relocate or give your agent time, a month, two weeks. 
in general, the clients don't fly out the models from, you know, Mississippi or somewhere. It depends upon what client you're working with. Some clients do, but still, you still, if you're in Mississippi and your agency and in New York, you still have to give your agent time, two weeks, three weeks, a month to do your castings, go sees, and then, you know, go back home. And if a client wants to book you, either you fly yourself in or either the client will fly you in. It depends so upon you, okay, who you're so working what for. What you're saying is if you don't want to move permanently, you at least have to go and stay an extended time in the big city. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So you used to be a full-service agency with a plus board. What made you change exclusively to representing plus sizes? Well, to be honest, I really, when I first opened the agency, you know, I knew for a fact that I had to have a revenue consistently coming in. Mm -hmm. And that is what's geared with the straight size. Straight size commercial print is constantly revenue coming in. My heart was in plus size, but I listened to everyone else telling me, oh, you will never make any money with plus size. Oh, those girls are miserable, just horrible things that they would say about them. And so that I had a full service agency. I closed my full service agency because I did not realize when we were having, when we used to represent young boys, say 16 and 17, I did not realize how, um, how the predators were at the boys as they were at the girls. I didn't understand that. Did not understand. There are more predators after these boys than there are girls. I did not understand that. And after we had an incident where it was a client did something to one of our male models, inappropriate. Oh, wow. And uh, it got back to me while I was away on vacation. And then I just, men and women, and I stuck with my guns for that plus size because that's what I believe in. Plus size now, is the way to go, and that's where the money is at. So now that you are in the plus size industry, what mm-hmm. do you find the biggest difference in working with the mainstream versus the plus size? With mainstream, there's just basically more work. There's more mm-hmm. work for the mainstream. With the plus size, the work uh, has now become abundance for certain models and for certain clients, but uh the money was basically in the straight size because there's an abundance of work and it's consistent. They're always working. So do you feel the plus size industry is as far as it could be and if not, what you think is holding it back? Say, hmm. Okay. Could you repeat that question, please, so I can answer that correctly for you? What do you feel is holding the plus industry back from being all that it could be? Because this is what I feel was holding the plus size back. We are not a whole. Mm -hmm. Uh, The plus size community is, uh, I've noticed, is very cliquish. Mm Mm-hmm very clickish and it's very um I want to book that girl because who she's with or who I know or it's just because of that agency and I feel if that we all came together as one 
mm-hmm. we would be more mainstream. If we stop, if we start picketing and stop buying all these designers, Michael Kors and all of that, because if you go up right up in Macy's, you don't see plus-size models in Michael Kors ads. You see straight size on a plus-size floor. Mm-hmm. So I think if the masses start blogging, complaining, they will hear us, and we all come as a whole. They would hear us. They would so hear us, but I think the first thing we need in the industry, everybody, from the bloggers, everybody, to the yeah. independent events, to the magazines, everybody needs to come together. Yes, and everyone needs to support everyone. No matter what the situation it is, it's business. Because when you're seeing that we're supporting and being very supportive, things change. When there's a voice behind that, it changes. But if we're constantly fighting with each other, um, we're not working with each other, hindering each other, we would never become a whole. Mm-hmm. We would stay where we're at. We would never be a large mass. We would stay right in that little box where they put us in as a plus size or a big girl box. That's exactly where we would stay at. I agree. Now, how has social media changed the game um, as far as models and their careers? Um, Social media has been a big help for some models and a hinder for others. Because you have to think once you become a model, you're not a model. You are a brand. Right. are a brand. And you're branding yourself. So those models that are working and clients can go on their Facebook page and everything, that's great because they see them working. That gets them more work. But for those models that are new models and they have a Facebook page where they have their models' photos and them going out to the club, hanging out, you know, very that girl. <laughs> Right. A client looks at that and they say to themselves, I don't want that as my brand. So if you're going into this as a model and a brand, you should have two pages, one a personal page and one a model page to help your career. But I think Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and a lot of that is just blowing, some of that is just blowing smoke smoke screens, making models appear to be bigger than they actually are? Right. <laughs> well, it, you know, it, people, the everyday people appear more than what they are on social media, too. So that's just <laughs> how it And works. it's really for bullies. I think it's really for bullies, really for bullies. I think social media re- should really be for the work you're doing, the image you want to portray, I don't think it should be for, hey, I'm cooking dinner, look at this. Oh, hey, I need some money for here, donation. It's like, where has the world come to? <laughs> so the bottom line is keep it professional. Very professional. If you want to stay in this business, because today clients Google or their interns Google, they will Google you. Right. And, and if you're not right up. for their brand, it all comes up. And if you're not right for their brand or you got this hanging out, that hanging out, nobody wants to book you. So your image is everything. Your image is your brand. You are your brand. Speaking of social media, um, you know, there are some plus models that have a large, large following on social media. One of them is uh, Tess Holiday, who um, has just rise to fame. 
recently with her modeling career and signing with the agency. So now is IPM now considering signing larger models as a result? Well, when my clients have a need for that, then we will supply what our clients need. So as of right now? Our clients are not in a need of that, so not as of right now, no. Okay. So what which do you think is lacking more in the industry? Is it size diversity or ethnic diversity? I would say both. But then mm-hmm. I would say more ethnic diversity because today we have a black first lady. You don't mm-hmm. see those many black women on magazine covers. And if you do see them brown, they make them lighter. Um, mm-hmm. we, we have a lot of TV shows, but they're geared a little bit negative, like there's Scandal out there. That's the black 50 shades of gray, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. How to get away with murder. A black woman mm-hmm. helping people mm-hmm. get away with murder. You know, it's, there, we, need, we don't see enough of brown models in magazines, makeup campaigns, advertising. We don't see them. And if you do see them, you'll see one or two ratio, supposing to 10 Caucasians right. that Caucasian. are working. Yes, and is, it, is that to fill a color? To make you know, I don't understand that. We need to change into. I think if we start boycotting some of these magazines, some of these things, stop buying their things, they would see us. Mhm. So They're, it's power in dollars. Yeah, it's power in dollars, and that's been proven. It's proven. It's power in dollars. We need to use more. <laughs> Why do you think IPM is the only agency that has more models of color than any other agency representing curvy models? I'll say, first of all, because I am a woman of color. Mm -hmm. Most women of color can identify with me, and they will come to me. Um, And I love a challenge. I love a challenge. I I don't believe in no. When a person tells me no, it's a yes to me. So those that don't take those colored girls, send them more my mm-hmm. way because I prove them wrong every time that they do work. And I think most of the reason why the agencies don't have them is because maybe they don't know how to transform their look or book them properly, or maybe they don't have an ethnic person in their agency to book that person that knows certain things or how to transform them. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I love a challenge. And it's not that we just represent black women. We've had Asian. We have Indian women. Um, we have a total array of women. They're just not black. Some might look black, but they're not. So do you find it more difficult getting models of color booked on jobs compared to their Caucasian counterparts? Yes, I do. And why is yes, that? I Have do. you ever gotten any feedback from uh, a 
corporation well, saying why they don't want the the darker models? I had one major corporation about four months. We had a discussion, and mm-hmm. I was trying to get them to book a model. Mm-hmm. And then they sent me they sent me some information on another model. And their comment was that, oh, yeah, she was lovely, but she did not translate well on our, social, on our social media or anything like that. But she did well far as the website, but we needed more. No, I'm sorry. They said she translated well on social media, but she did not do well on the website, and their sales didn't do well with her, so they did not use her again. And that's the reason why they didn't use the model that I was trying to push. It's because she was mm-hmm. of a brown girl. So I just believe if you're brown, it's catalogs today. You don't see many brown girls. You see them high yellow, either with bone straight hair or curly hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I can't answer mm-hmm. that question. I just don't know why they don't. They don't. If, they, if, if you see 10 white girls or Caucasian girls on the top, you'll see one black girl or two where they will burn her completely out and then you have to start all over. So I, mm-hmm. it's, very hard, it's very hard booking a black girl, and I'm going to say as being a black woman, it's even harder being a black woman in America. We always right. have to yeah. prove ourselves. Or just being a woman in general, you have to prove yourself. Right, right. And being a um, black woman, you have to prove it even more, especially as a model. So now, you know, we just mentioned IPM is very diverse in the ethnicity department, one of the most diverse agencies representing curvy models, but you are going to become even more diverse, and you're going to share with us your Big announcement, but wait, let me give you a a drum roll. Tell us the big announcement that we've been waiting for. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very excited about this big announcement. This is something that has been in the making for the last year. We've been trying to plan it right, get the models, everything, publicity, promoting it, social media, we will be announcing as of Friday our new division that we're very excited about is called Platinum 39. And Platinum Mm -hmm. 39 is geared for those classic, beautiful, legendary, mature women of today. It's not... mm And it's for those gorgeous silver. We're looking for salt and pepper, silver foxes. We're looking for that boom woman that's confident, secure in herself, healthy lifestyle, healthy eating, beautiful personality, just well-rounded. All right. Well, first, let's give a round of applause for that. Yay. So a lot of listeners will be so excited to hear this because they thought that their chance uh, to be a plus-size model was over because of their age, but it's not true, right? 
No, it's not true because there's a lot of clients that lately, um, makeup clients, um, advertising, commercial clients have been asking us for the last year, do you have any mature women? 39 and over, do you have this for that? More magazine, now you. Old magazine, everyone has been asking, do you have any older models? Any older models? And the oldest we would have, we would say, would be like 28. And you're like, she's not old enough. We want to see somebody in their late 30s. So we geared this division to our clients' needs. That's what this division came from, what our clients have been requesting and needed. And just to let you know that this, we will start accepting applications and submissions now to June 1st. June okay. 1st, we, after June 1st, around the 15th, we will be going over those applications. We will be selecting models. Those models located in New York because this is a new division and it's only for New York location only. Okay. Those models will fly in in July and we will be doing a mass photo shoot to promote the division for fall 2015. So you'll see comp cards, publicity, flyers, social media, uh, starting September 2015. And how can someone listening submit to be a part of the Platinum Division or any of the divisions? Well, the best thing to do would be if you want to just become a model, mm-hmm. you can go to our website at ipmmodels.com and hit join. And there's a submission page there. And what you would do, you will fill out that submission page with all your stats, contact information, and then you'll load up four photos. And including with those four photos, you will do a, what is it, a 30-second video you will also upload. Now, for those that want to join the Platinum Division, you will submit through IPM at IPMmodels.com. And in the subject, you would head it Platinum 39. And it would go to everyone in our new faces department, and we will start reviewing, and someone would either contact you in 72 hours or either they would contact you end of May, beginning June. And, again, I want to reiterate, you know, the new division is looking for models um, ages 39 and up, but the same standards apply as far as the teeth, the skin, the body, the height, and everything else, correct? Yes, and can I please, can I please, can I please say this to everyone? I'm not trying to be graphic, explicit, rude, facetious, anything. If you're going to send Polaroids or digitals, we do not need to be looking up in your hoo-ha. <laughs> we do not need to be seeing bikini photos where you on the beach just turning it up. <laughs> we do not need to see digitals where you're sending us digitals with braids in your hair, one photo. The next one, you got orange hair. Then the next one, you don't have no hair. We need to know, we need you, your digitals to be consistent of what you look like today. Not digitals that you took two weeks ago, recent and current. Please, ladies. And this is also for the fellas out there because we get a lot of submissions for fellas, the guys. Guys, we're not looking for guys. It's a female modeling agency only. So please, no underwear photos, and that goes for the ladies unless we require them. Thank you. Now, the IPM uh, 
the models that are currently signed with IPM. Any, anyone have anything exciting coming up we can be on the lookout oh, for? Yes, we have a couple of amazing things that's on the horizon right now that I really would love to talk about, but I can't talk about because, you know, if I let it go out on the air, it's like Telemodel Telegram, then everybody knows it. So I'm just going to keep everyone stay tuned and follow our Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Twitter page to find out more. All right, fair enough. And what is your official website to keep up with everything you have going on? Our official website is IPM at I. Oh, sorry, crazy day today. Our official website is IPMmodels.com. If you would like to send an agency an email, you can go to IPM at IPMmodels.com. If you would like to submit, you can go to New Faces at IPMmodels.com. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. You are a great guest today. I'm excited about your new division, and just keep up the good work. Oh, thank you for having us, uh, Shanice. It was absolutely amazing. And everyone, please stay tuned. But I do want to add this, please, Mm -hmm. with the digitals, and this is one important thing, ladies, when you're submitting to an agency, please call or read on their website what their requirements are for submission because that's the only way you will hear back from an agency. Now, if you're calling that agent and they're telling you no phone calls, no one will look at your submission or it'll be thrown in the garbage with most agencies. Please read their details on submitting yourself as a model. And nine times out of ten, if you do it correctly, you will get a call back or an email to come in to the office. That's my well, advice for new models. New models, make sure you read. No one likes to read anything anymore. Make sure you read so you're submitting correctly. Well, thanks again, Fallon. Keep up the good work, and uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing the new division grow. And welcome back, Shanice Lewis, Talk Radio. We love it. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. And thanks to our fabulous guest this evening, Fallon Sinclair with IPM Model Management. And if you haven't already, don't forget to like our fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash Shanice Lewis Show on Twitter at Shanice Show, and follow me on Instagram at Shanice Lewis. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. And until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.